In today's episode, I'm mostly just catching up on music that I haven't talked about yet from Matthew Sweet, Ani DeFranco, Lucero, The Hold Steady, and Lord Huron. Of course, there are going to be plenty of non-sequiturs to go with it as well. Also, I'm bringing back putting an episode number in the title every week again because I miss doing that, and I stopped because someone told me it was algorithmically favorable for me not to, but you gain nothing by me saying the date at the starts of these episodes, so I'm putting the episode number back in. Check that out. I'm Derek Brink, and you're listening to Empty Checking. Hey there, Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek. It has been cold and snowy in St. Louis this week, as it has been throughout much of the country, including the state of Texas for the first time possibly in my lifetime. The whole state just kind of froze over and got snowy and stuff, and uh, that's, that's new and different and, you know, a sign of the end of days, but let's not get into that. Uh, hope you're warm and safe and comfortable wherever you are, especially any listeners in Texas. I've got many friends and family members that are in Texas, and uh, most of them have at least had to deal with some power outages and stuff in the past week, and it just seems like the system is failing them, and multiple systems are failing them, and everybody's furious, and most of them, thankfully, are furious at the right people. Uh, and helping each other out, and that's always good to see, but there are certainly people who aren't as lucky. I hope you're okay, and I hope that the people that you love and care about are okay, and that you've been able to help each other out, or at least commiserate or something. Uh, Sorry for all that's been going on in that respect, in Texas in particular. It's been cold throughout most of the country, though, as we all know. It's, uh, we got some good snow here in St. Louis. I actually like snow. I'm a fan of snow. Uh, especially when I don't have to drive in it, which I haven't had to because of the pandemic. I've been working from home, so that's uh, kind of a kind of a small blessing in the midst of all this. I got to enjoy the snow and st- and stuff. Although didn't really enjoy shoveling it because I had to shovel it out of my driveway. We got enough for me to shovel. Uh, we got about an inch one day, and I shoveled that out just to be polite, because my neighbors did, basically. And then a couple days later, we got, uh, about five, six, seven inches, something like that. It was definitely that deep in my driveway anyway, and that was a lot more of a to-do. And, uh, with the place that we are in society, with, uh, as much as I'm having delivered both by mail and by way of groceries and whatnot, I had to do some shoveling. So my back and shoulders and everything else is a wreck right now, and I re-injured that toe that I broke several weeks ago that I talked about on the show, Uh, re-injured my broken toe uh, by kicking snow off my shoes. Wasn't thinking, got done shoveling, walked up to the house and went to knock snow off my shoes by kicking them against the wall, and uh, uh, I've got kind of a rise, kind of a step up into my house, and uh, just my habit when I've got snow on my feet to kick it off right there, and wasn't thinking, and just kicked the the thing that I've kicked for the past, you know, however many years, and and uh, forgot that I'd had a recently broken toe that's starting to regain some strength and whatnot, and 
That hurt a lot, so I re-injured it. I don't think I rebroke it. It's not even bruised or anything, but it uh, it sure feels funny. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of going on for me with the snow. That's that's the worst I've had to face. But it is looking clearer. It's looking cleaner. The driveway's clear. Delivery people can get in and out. I'm going to order groceries here in the next couple of days, probably on my regular day even. So things are getting kind of back to normal just with huge piles of white all over the place. And... Uh, uh, I kind of forgot about that thing, because it's, it's not my usual habit to even shovel at all if I can drive my car across it, because it's, like, I, I don't care th that much about having a clear driveway, but uh, with how, how many delivery people I have coming and going these days, I thought, well, it's the polite thing to do, I'm gonna at least give them a little bit of a clearer passage, especially when it's this much snow. If it were, like, an inch, two, three inches, who cares? But it's enough that I thought, eh, I better take care of it. So I did that, but it had been long enough since I had last shoveled that I completely forgot about that thing that happens where you spend an hour or whatever out in the snow, and then you walk back into your house with your, you know, regular indoor lighting, and you can't see at all, because the, the shift from the natural light glaring off the snow, making your pupils tiny, uh, suddenly when they dilate, you just can't see a thing for, like, a little bit. So I walked in and went, oh god, I'm blind! And, like, <laughs> you know, just for, like, a moment, and then went, oh yeah, that happens, doesn't it? And just kind of had to wait it out. And like, I, I'm sure all of you had that same experience this week. At least all of you got out to shovel and whatnot. But it was, uh, it's just been kind of, uh, kind of interesting. But I, as I said, I like the snow. I welcome it. I kind of like that we get to experience all four seasons here in St. Louis. And and uh, I've been enjoying the snow, and I think it looks pretty and all that. So uh, not that upset about it, but I know that uh, some others, it's been a real hardship. So I, I hope you're all doing okay is all I'm saying. I've got a little bit of back pain as a result. I've got uh, uh, some pain in my foot that I was stupid and kicked against the wall and uh, various other things here and there. But for the most part, I'm okay. Everything's fine. It just uh, it did get in the way of like some of what I was planning on doing this week, but including recording a different episode of this show. But yeah, whatever. Everything's fine. We're talking now. It's, it's good. It's okay. We're going to be fine. Uh, I am recording this show, interestingly, uh, th well, I'm going to be recording this show in a couple of different settings, just as a view behind the curtain. Uh, I'm doing this in a couple of different segments just to make life easier on myself, but I I'm recording this particular segment on uh, Wednesday, February the 17th, which is the day that uh, Rush Limbaugh passed away, conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh. Uh, those who have followed me on social media and blogging and whatever over the course of the last pff, 20 years probably are expecting me to say something about that. So here's what I'm going to say about that. Uh, I am very much on record in multiple places as having a strong distaste for Rush Limbaugh. I have said incredibly ugly, vicious, vitrolic hate-filled things about the man, many of which were true, many of which were accurate descriptions, some of which was just general all-purpose abuse, some of which was just outright disdain that was unfounded or that was founded in abject disagreement with someone who 
I didn't believe was even trying to see a human side to anything he was talking about. He was just trying to spew hate. I am on record as saying very, very aggressively mean things about Rush Limbaugh. And today he died. And that is the end of my statement on Rush Limbaugh. I bought new phones for my house. I got the house rigged up with the fiber stuff at the end of the year last year. I mentioned that, I think, on the show. I've got fiber internet and fiber phone lines and whatnot, and everything works great. It's better than it's ever been. I don't know why I waited so long. But I've got fiber now, and uh, when I was doing that, I realized I was down to one phone handset that I even had working. And in in a multi-room house and a multi-level house, I had one working phone. And I just kind of thought, well, that's... Uh, it's sad. So I <laughs> I finally uh, ordered some new phones. I got myself some Panasonic uh, cordless phones that uh, it's one of those things where it's like one unit, but it's got three handsets. So I've just got them distributed throughout the house all on one jack and they work great and it's fine. Uh, it does occur to me that why do I still have a landline? Uh, I really only had one for years because I figured at some point my grandma would call me and she passed away back in July, so that's not happening anymore, and uh, I don't know why I've still got a landline. I, it's basically for telemarketers. I think I've got it because I don't trust a cell phone in a 911 type emergency. I know that that's that the technology on that has gotten to the point where they can get within like a couple of feet of your cell phone. So they'd find me if they had to, but it just feels better to dial from my landline and like my address pops up on their screen and they know where to send somebody if I am unable to speak or something you know it, it just it feels better to have the landline for that but otherwise i've got a bunch of phones in my house now and i'm not going to use them but I, i've got phones so that's uh that's been like my big purchase this week but uh uh that's that's maybe the most exciting part of my week that's kind of sad isn't it that uh, phones are the most exciting part of my week phones and snow i guess but hey, whatever, you, you get through the week however you get through it, especially in the time of the pandemic and all of that stuff. Uh, I also uh, got a bunch of knit caps, like stocking caps, not stocking caps, but like uh, uh, you might call them toques if you were uh, a fan of Canadian stuff, uh, except a toque would have a little ball in it. Uh, knit caps, you know what a knit cap is that you wear in the cold? I, I bought some of those because it's been cold, and uh, it turns out I really like them, except when I wear them, I uh, tend to walk around wearing, like, that and a hoodie, and I've got this really long beard now, so I look like either I should be playing guitar in a Soundgarden cover band, or I look like uh, maybe I am trying to cosplay the lead singer from The Spend Doctors, or I look like a homeless DJ. Those are the options, and uh, I've got three hats that are like that, and I think one for each uh, phase of that. So uh, maybe I'll toss some pictures of that on the blog. Who knows what I'll toss on the blog? Uh, I sh that gives me a good segue, doesn't it, into telling you the relevant website-type information for the show. Uh, so let's do that. The, uh, the companion blog for the show is emptychecking.blogspot.com. The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. I've got a great relationship with Podbean. I like them a lot. 
You, of course, can listen to it on your podcast app of choice, which you are probably doing now, but if you go to the blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com, there's a player there, and there's lots of photos, and I write stuff there. That should really be your home base for the show. When I missed a show uh, this past week, I put up a post there kind of talking about it. So there's stuff that happens at the at the, the blog that uh, you might want to see if you're just a if you're just listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. But uh, you can listen to it on whatever works best for you. I just encourage you to go to the blog now and again. If uh, you want to know more about me and my music career, go on over to DerekBrink.com. There's plenty of stuff to click on there. And if you like the music that you hear throughout the show, that is my music. And I want you to have it, and I want you to have it for absolutely free. So go to DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com. You can download anything and everything there for free. Just enter zero as your purchase price and I don't collect your email. I won't even know that you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. We've got some music that we're going to talk about today that I'm really excited to talk about, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to do a little bit of a music catch-up on some stuff that's been recently released. I'm looking forward to that. I hope you are too, and we're going to get into that right about now. So I've bought some new music. 2021 started off a little bit slow with stuff coming out, just not a lot coming out that I was interested in or that I had any any uh, proclivity to buy, I suppose. But uh, I've picked up some stuff recently. I've still been picking up, just like filling in some gaps on a couple things, just buying stuff that I've been meeting to get around to buying. So I've been doing that. But there have been some new releases. I've got four new releases to talk about, and then some old stuff that I want to talk about too, just to pepper it in and have a little bit of fun. So uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a big list. So let's get into that. Of the four new ones that I want to talk about, I'm going to just kind of do this in the order that I received them in and listened to them in. The first one is the new one by Matthew Sweet, who I mentioned on the show a week or two ago. Uh, Matthew Sweet put out a new one this year called Cat's Paw. All one word, Cat's Paw. And uh, Matthew Sweet, of course, known for his girlfriend album and the songs on that also, uh, the guy who, if you you might not know this, if you watch the Austin Powers movies, he is the guy who wrote the music that Austin Powers sings. Like when he sing, sings uh, the BBC song, or the, uh, uh, what was it, the, the Daddy Didn't Care song in those movies. That's uh, Matthew Sweet wrote those songs, along with Susanna Hoffs, with whom he has done some covers albums that are really cool. You should check those out too. But uh, Matthew Sweet, you've, you're probably more aware of him than you think you are if you don't know who that is, is all I'm trying to say. He put out a new one called Cat's Paw this year that I have really been enjoying. I, I picked it up just because I had him on my mind and saw that he had a new one and thought, well, no time like the present, I guess. And I picked it up and listened to it. It's got a very indie rock sound. It, that's uh, apparently he went to indie labels and sort of self-production uh, in the past uh, several years. But so some of that, some of the mix sounds very indie. That's a big plus to me. There are others who are gonna think, well, this doesn't sound, 
this doesn't have the same sheen as it used to or whatever on his earlier albums. There's a reason for that. He's he's doing it in a way where you don't get that sheen, and it's a sound I like a lot better. Still very poppy, still very jangly, still very upbeat, and very Matthew Sweet sounding, but uh, it's, it's just got that indie vibe to it that I really dig that uh, some of you might not. That might be a knock on it for some of you, but it's a big plus to me. Uh, Cat's Paw is really good. I don't know much to say about it. This is A lot of my reviews this week are going to be that, me just kind of giving you a vague sense of if I like it or not, and I'm not going to zero in on song titles and that kind of thing, because I'm not as familiar with these albums yet to zero in on, well, this is my favorite song on it. There's one album I'm going to be talking about that came out today, so it's it's kind of difficult. Because I'm recording this part on Friday the 19th, and the intro part, I talked about it being the 17th, and now it's the 19th, but through the magic of editing. But, I, I yeah, I, the, the albums that I'm talking about that are new albums are all very new to me, and I just have a general sense of like it or don't like it. So Matthew Sweet, Cat's Paw, like it. Sounds a lot like uh, some of his earlier stuff that I've gotten to know here recently, and very, very jangly and very Matthew Sweetie. And I, I think you'll dig it if you like the stuff that he does. It sounds like him, and that's good news. Next one that I picked up, or that I had sent to me, everything I'm going to be reviewing I have been having mailed to me. I have not gone into any record stores in person. I've been buying them from my local record stores, but I've been doing it by mail order to stay safe and to keep everybody else safe. But uh, the next one that came into my possession is the new one by Ani DeFranco, who I absolutely adore. I love good feminist rock and roll, and uh, she's, she's phenomenal. She's wonderful. I love Ani DeFranco. Uh, her new one is called Revolutionary Love, and uh, I've reviewed some of her stuff on the show in the past. My favorite version of Ani DeFranco is the kind of acoustic-y, alternative 90s sound that she did very that she did very very well for a while there this isn't that but I still really like it this is uh she's done a lot of stuff over the years she's done some like drum samples and stuff like that in her songs she's done jazz she's done straightforward rock she's done acoustic stuff she draws from a variety of influences, including blues. I didn't mention blues in that little list I was just ad-libbing there, but blues in there too. This is more sort of jazz-influenced. It's got a little bit of that jazz vibe, and the, especially the first song or two, very jazzy feeling. Very jazz vocal feeling, though. I mean, it's not improvised type stuff. It's just got that kind of kind of croonery feel to it, uh, whatever the female version of a crooner is. Uh, I, I don't know the term for that. That seems like something that would have come into my mind over the years, but nope. But it's it's got a very kind of jazzy feel. There's a very sort of piano, keyboardy type feel to it. It uh, it switches it up throughout the album. It, it There's a little bit of that acoustic-y vibe that I like very much, but I've, I've really been enjoying the feel of the album. It's different from some of what I like of her stuff the most, but it's still really good. I've definitely enjoyed it more than I enjoyed her last album, which was called Binary. That one I thought veered a little bit too weird for me, uh, which is probably unfair to say, but it, it, it just... Binary was good, but not quite my cup of tea, is all. 
I, 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 I like this one a lot better. I like Revolutionary Love a lot better. The lyrical content is great. The musical content is in my wheelhouse and very, very nice sounding and very kind of sweetly sad in places and, and sweetly angry in other places. Not as angry as she used to be, but still, it's there. Uh, I, I have really been enjoying it. I do need to give it a couple more listens, but I've basically enjoyed it, and that's that's good news, you know? Uh, she does have, like, in the first song, she does have a lyric that uh, is a beautiful thought, where she says, you, you can't make me hate you and carry that hate around, which is a great thought, beautiful thought, but uh, I heard it and went, ah, yeah, I think I could. <laughs> if I had to, like, if it came to that, I think I could make you hate me that much. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to try either, so that's that's to everybody's benefit, I think. But uh, she she really, I, I kid, but she really does have some beautiful lyrics on there and some beautiful melodies, and it's a, it's a recommend from me. It's a little bit different from what I expected, but uh, if you like her stuff, if you, uh, you know, the, I came in on Untouchable Face back in the 90s, so it's, it's, a, it's far removed from that. But if you are just kind of wondering what she's been up to lately, this is what she's been up to, and it's really good. And it's, it's kind of, it's relaxing, but there's still a lot to think about, and I, I think maybe some of you need to hear it. So g- give it a try. Annie DeFranco's, or Annie DeFranco, pardon me. Revolutionary love, big fan of that. So uh, uh, give it a give it a spin. At least Spotify it, and then buy it after you've decided if you like it or not. Uh, because you're going to end up buying it because you're going to like it. So it's it's okay if you listen to it on Spotify if you then go and buy it. But uh, uh, do buy it after you confirm that you like it. It's 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 worth the money. You'll you'll be happy you did, and so will she. The next one is the new one from Lucero called When You Found Me. I uh, am a fairly recent convert to Lucero. I saw them several years ago with my brother, and I was in a bad mood. I hadn't eaten all day. I had a pounding headache. The show was so-so, you know, and I, I, I didn't really get it, and I was pissed off, and I was bad company. Dave, sorry about that again. Uh, I had a bad experience that night, but then over the next couple of years, I'd hear a song of theirs here and there when I'd have like a radio station or something on shuffle. Uh, That didn't make sense. A playlist or something on shuffle, like on Amazon Music or what have you, uh, just to kind of have sound in the background and maybe discover some new acts. Lucero would pop up occasionally, and I I ended up kind of liking a couple of their songs. And then I saw them a couple of years ago now with uh, Flogging Molly and really liked it and bought that album and kind of dove in, and there was a lot there that I liked, and I was always supposed to like this band. I was just in a bad mood that night. So I heard they had a new one coming out this year, and I decided I wanted to pick it up, and I picked it up, and When You Found Me came into my life, and I really enjoyed it. It's a little bit weird, a little different. There's a keyboard effect throughout the album, just that kind of comes in and, and goes out and whatnot, that's a little bit... That doesn't quite work for me. It sort of sounds like... It's sort of a sci-fi type keyboard sound. Kind of like organy sci-fi sound. That just feels like you're in an Old West episode of, like, old Doctor Who. And and I don't quite understand what they were going for there. Kind of matches the art on the cover, though, to be honest with you. You can go look at the art on the blog. 
but uh, it it I, I I think that they meant to do that. I think they meant to evoke the vibe that they got. It just kind of confused me. I wasn't expecting it, and it, it threw me a little bit at first. I got used to it as the album went on, and as it kind of went on, I dug in a little further and realized, yeah, there are some really solid songs here. There's a couple that really moved me a lot on even the first listen. But uh, yeah, the, the, the keyboard effect was a little bit strange. I, I might have tried to steer them in a different direction if I were producing it, but I wasn't, so they did what they did, and that's fine. And I'm sure plenty of people think it's great and I'm crazy for mentioning it. Uh, I probably am. That's okay. I'm not knocking the album. I'm just saying I didn't quite love the keyboard tone. Uh, that's a minor criticism. Most of you won't notice the keyboard tone even after hearing me say it. But uh, it just it jumped out at me, and I kind of went, oh, what's that about? But it's it's there sparingly. It's there when it's there, and then when it's not there, it's very much not there. It's not distracting until you start thinking about it and overthinking it. You know, it's it's only distracting if you let it be, or if you want it to be, or if you're me and you're crazy and you listen for stuff like that in songs because you've produced a bunch of albums and you can't stop thinking that way. But uh, most of you won't ever notice or care that it's there. Me, it just kind of threw a little. But the songs are rock solid. They're really good. They're well written. The lyrics are great. The structure of the songs is great. I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm going to be listening to it a lot. I really like Lucero's Where You Found Me, and I recommend it if you're a fan of the sort of alt-country Americana type genre. Uh, But it's not even really quite that. It fits in with that really well. But it's, it's, they have always leaned a little bit more rock. They just get lumped in with that stuff because there's a little, there's enough of that that it makes sense, but it's not just that. You know what I mean? So don't let that label confuse you or don't let that label steer you clear of them because that that's really undeserved. They're different from that. And this album is different from that, but it, it, uh, it's, it's it's really an interesting listen, especially if you've been diving into their stuff as deep as I have over the past couple of years. It's a it's a different take on on what you are familiar with, and that's always an interesting listen. But what you are familiar with is still there and still present and still strong and still really good. There's just kind of different facets of what they do here that you can dig into and enjoy in different ways. So uh, Lucero is where you found me. Another one that I'm going to recommend highly. Are you noticing a theme? I'm buying stuff. I'm liking it. I'm talking about it. That's what this show is about. Isn't it nice to have it back in this format again? So, uh, uh, yeah, check out that. The last of the four new ones that I wanted to talk about is one that I just got today because it came out today. And, uh, I actually, I ordered it. I don't have the physical product yet, so I won't have, like, a picture of that on the blog I'll probably, uh, you know, put a, uh, like a, uh, like I'll, I'll steal a copy of the cover from their band camp or something and put it on the blog just for the sake of showing it, but I don't have the actual physical product yet. I ordered it from one of my local record stores and it's on its way and I figured, well, it's on its way. I've paid for it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'll listen to this one on Spotify which I don't like doing because Spotify screws over artists, and especially when it's an artist like The Hold Steady, who frankly could use a few more sales than what they tend to get, thanks to streaming media. I prefer to physical product all the way. 
But in this case, I bought the physical product. I just don't have it yet, and I was anxious to hear it, so I did stream it on Spotify, knowing that I'd have the physical product in my hand within the next couple of days. So I listened to it, and I was blown away. Absolutely loved it in a way that I, I look, I've liked the Hold Steady for a long time now. I got in on the uh, Stay Positive album, as did so many people. But I've liked every album that's come out since then. I've liked them in different ways. There are some I've liked more, there are some I've liked less. My personal favorite is Heaven is Whenever. By the way, I eventually finally got the anniversary edition of that in on vinyl, and it's great, and it's great to have that album on vinyl, and the extra tracks, the bonus tracks, are wonderful, and I love them. I'll put a picture of that on the website too, probably. But the new one is called Open Door Policy. And I don't think that I've been so taken immediately with a Hold Steady album since Heaven Is Whenever. And Heaven Is Whenever has been out for a decade, and finally there's an album that I I feel like, ah, that's the one that I wanted to come out right after Heaven Is Whenever. Got some good material in the albums in the middle there, the albums afterward. I, I even like Teeth Dreams, which the band seems to avoid talking about or acknowledging for some reason. I don't understand why, but whatever. They they don't seem to be fans of that album, but I am. I like the inter the intermingling albums. Intermi- intermingling? Intermediate? Inter... Something. The, the albums that came out between Heaven Is Whenever and Open Door Policy, I like those albums, is all I'm saying. But I, I my favorite is Heaven Is Whenever. That one is, is an all-timer for me. And Open Door Policy feels like its sister record. And I listened to it for the first time and just went, ah. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted. That one's that one's special. That's that's the Hold Steady album I've been waiting for. So it's it's nice to have that. I'm thrilled to have that. It's really cool. Uh, I if you have ever liked this band, you should listen to it. If you've never heard of this band, you should listen to it. If you've hated this band, you should listen to it because it might change your mind. It's a really good album. Look, it is February nineteenth. There is a lot of the year left, and I've listened to this album once, and it is going to be easily in my top five albums this year. Hold me to that. Somebody check me at the end of the year and make sure that I I, I was right about that. If it isn't, then other stuff came out that was just above reproach, that God himself blessed, because this Hold Steady album is a great album. I don't know if it'll be number one on the list. But it'll be in the top five. It might be in the top three. Who knows? It might be number one. We'll find out in about ten months, during which I'll probably still be inside because so many people aren't wearing fucking masks and can't skip their youth group meeting for two weeks. But nevertheless, in ten months, we'll see. But I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing, this is a promise from your old Uncle Derek, that this album will be in my top five at the end of the year. Because it's great. It blew me away immediately. It's going to be listened to a lot. It's going to be well-loved. I ordered it on CD from Vintage Vinyl. I probably, in the next couple of days, am going to go to Euclid Records' website and order it on vinyl as well. It's that good. I want to buy it a second time. So check out the new Hold Steady album. It's called Open Door Policy. Any day that they release a new album is a good day, and this is a good day. So check that one out. I have one more bit of music that I want to talk about, and then we'll kind of sort of be done. I don't have a whole ton of stuff to talk about this week, but I do want to talk about one more little bit of music here. I uh, am late to the party on this artist, and it's not new. There's nothing new from this band. Most recent album, I think, was two years ago, 
something like that. I don't see a date on this, but not not a very recent album. Within the last couple of years, but not like this year. Uh, an artist that I sort of meant to circle around to eventually, just because I liked the album cover of one of their albums, and uh, I I hadn't because it was one of those things where I saw an album cover in the record store and thought. Well, if it's I, I like the look of that album cover, but if, if it's any good, then it'll come to my attention. I'm not going to pick it up not knowing anything. And lo and behold, a few years go by and it came to my attention. I'm talking about the band Lord Huron, named after Lake Huron. But Lord Huron. I'm sure that there is somebody out there who is going nuts because I'm pronouncing Huron the way I've always heard it, as opposed to how it's probably actually pronounced. My apologies. Don't care. Get over it. Lord Huron has uh, it, it came to my attention really because I started watching Community, the the TV show Community that's been off the air for about five years now, but uh, just recently came to Netflix, so I got into it. In the finale of that show, the last episode of that show, there's a, uh, a Lord Huron track that plays in the background of one of the pivotal scenes, and I really liked that track, and I kind of looked it up and thought, who is that? Is that... Is that Matthew Perryman Jones or somebody like that? It's it's just, it's got a vibe that I really really like. Or is that like an obscure national song that maybe the regular guy didn't sing on? What is that? I I need to know what that song is. And that's always a good sign when you hear a song and you need to know what it is. That's always that's always good news. So I, I looked it up and lo and behold, it's Lord Huron off of the uh, uh, Lonesome Dreams album. In fact, the very first song on that album, Ends of the Earth, that, uh, that is the song that is in Community. And I heard it, and I loved it, and I sought it out, and I did a little bit of listening you know, on streaming media just to see if I liked more than just that one song. Like, was I just going to download that song, or was I going to buy albums, or what, what was I going to do? And I started listening to just little snips here and there, and just thought, ah... I love it. I love this stuff. By the way, the album that I saw in the record store that caught my attention years ago was uh, Strange Trails, because the cover of it looked like kind of like an old pulp novel or comic or something, or like one of those old sci-fi books that you used to get. It, it just it was a really cool looking cover. I'll put pictures of all of this on the on the blog. But like that that name and that album cover just stuck in my head and finally I saw oh Lord Huron I remember seeing that album I'm going to check this out and started kind of listening and just fell in love with it and immediately ordered everything Lord Huron has three albums I have ordered all of them they are all in my possession I've been listening to them they're all slightly different from each other and great but uh, clearly from the same like heart and the same source uh, Lord Huron, incidentally, not a guy. It's a band, so just get that in your head. I had to make that transition. I just assumed Lord Huron is singular. It's probably one dude. No, it's a band. Uh, so I keep saying they, and that's appropriate. But uh, all three of their albums, a little bit different from each other. I probably like Lonesome Dreams the best, which I think is the first one. It's funny how that happens sometimes. But uh, Strange Trails is great. Uh, Vita Noir is great. I've uh, just been really enjoying the deep dive into that band. All three albums are wonderful. If I had to point you to one, it would be Lonesome Dreams, but uh, either of the other two is a great choice, too. I've just really been enjoying listening to that stuff. It's it's uh, right in that right in that, that pocket that's, that's my cup of tea. Pocket that's a cup of tea. So that'd be what? Just a pocket 
filled with tea. It'd have to be in some way like rubber lined or like a plastic baggie or something. Like those like those shirts that have the pizza pouch on them. You seen those shirts? Got a pizza pouch. Usually usually there's a picture of a slice of pizza on the shirt and has a little flap and you lift open the flap and you know, store a piece of pizza in there and it's kind of lined with plastic or rubber or something. It's got a little baggie in there. Somebody can carry around a slice of pizza. That's, that's what a pocket full of tea would have to be like. There'd have to be some kind of lining. What is this segment I'm doing? I really liked the Lord Huron albums, and I think you would too. Check them out. They're good music to just sit and think about your day too, because that's what I've been doing. Uh, I will tell you this, I, in the past several years, have been a bath guy. I like taking a nice hot bath. It really helps my back pain, especially my sciatica. I, I like a good hot bath, and Lord Huron is music that is just made to be listened to sitting in a nice hot bath. So uh, maybe that gives you an idea of what kind of music it is. If it doesn't, then listen to it anyway. I don't know what to tell you. It's good. I, I, it's it's good. Trust me. Trust your old Uncle Derek. I won't steer you wrong. Lord Huron writes good music. I think you'll like it because I did, so check it out. And that is all of the music that I wanted to talk about this week. I hope you got some good recommendations out of it. I hope you're going to check some of it out. Just going down the list again real quick. Matthew Sweet's Cat's Paw. Good jangly rock and roll. Really like it. Ani DeFranco's Revolutionary Love. Good jazzy and a little bit acoustic-y and a little bit other stuff type feminist rock that you need to have in your life. I love Annie DeFranco. Check it out. Lucero's Where You Found Me. Little bit different, little bit sci-fi sounding in places, but still got that cool Americana vibe that they've got going. Good rock album, good good uh, uh, alt-country Americana vibe. Really like it. Check it out, too. The Hold Steady Open Door Policy. Best album since Heaven is Whenever. Check it out right now. Actually wait until the end of the episode, but as soon as the episode's over, fuck whatever you were going to do and listen to that album. It's absolutely worth your time. And Lord Huron, check out any of the albums, but I particularly recommend Lonesome Dreams. Strange Trails and Vita Noir are also great. That's the music that I wanted to talk about this week to you about of fuck there checkmates i have been as the show has been going on i mean it's being edited out you're not gonna know that this has been happening but i've been sipping on a schlafly apa schlafly is a local st louis brewery brewing company and uh they don't make a beer that i don't like i even like their coffee stout and i'm not a big fan of coffee flavored beers Uh, i even like their oatmeal stout and i'm not a big fan of oatmeal flavored stouts I I just, they haven't made anything that I've thought has sucked that I've had. 
And uh, they're actually the folks who got me into IPAs and APAs, because I, I used to think that they were way too abrasive. I ended up with some APA, which stands for American Pale Ale. IPA is typically Indian Pale Ale, but uh, they, they do an APA. I ended up with some APAs years and years ago and tried a couple and really liked them. They cut through a bowl of chili really well. And uh, I fell in love with that, and I felt like having some APAs in my life. So I uh, I got some Schlafly APA. I have been sipping on one as I've been doing this show, and we're getting down toward the bottom of the glass, so it's about time that we wrap this thing up. Uh, I have some listener mail that we will get into probably in the next episode, so if you've been sending in mail and you were hoping this was the one, it's probably the next one. Uh, just because I there's one subject I want to spend some time with, and uh, it's it's been a little bit longer on the music than I thought I would. So we'll do listener mail next time. Uh, thanks for writing in. Please continue to write in. You can leave comments on the uh, blog at emptychecking.blogspot.com or on emptychecking.podbean.com. Those are the only places I will see your comments. The other thing you can do is you can email me. My email address is available through my website at derekbrink.com. Probably a couple links other places too. Or it's just DB, my initials, Derek Brink, DB, as in Derek Brink, at derekbrink.com. So DB at derekbrink.com. You can email stuff there. That's actually what I got that is sitting in my inbox this week that we're not going to get to, but we will next time. Please reach out. I like hearing from people. It uh, saves me some effort in putting together a show i can just talk about whatever you send in i like that a lot plus it's just fun to engage so please continue to do that thank you so much if you have i'm sorry that i'm not addressing it on this show Uh, the only other thing that's been going on in my life is i downloaded the super mario 3d world or is it just called mario 3d world why don't i know that it's the uh the thing that it was on the Wii, and the, they redid it for the Switch here and released it in the last uh, week or so. And it's a game that I had played before a little bit. I'd never completed it, and but I'd played it a little bit, and I liked it. And it's very colorful and bright and cheerful, and you get to be a kitty cat. And uh, I like being a kitty cat. And uh, it's it's a fun game. It's a, it's a fun one. I really like it, and I'm playing it through all the way for the first time, and I'm pretty deep into it. I love the Mario games, all of them, even the ones that suck. I really love them. I had also downloaded the sort of 3D pack that they put out several months back that had, what, 64 and Galaxy and uh, Sunshine in it. And that's been fun, too, although much more frustrating for some reason. 3D World I've just been having fun with and I'm, I'm pretty deep into, but the others I got frustrated with and kind of gave up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to them. But the, the whole Mario franchise is wonderful and frustrating and infuriating. Uh, there are times when I've just kind of thought they shouldn't call it Super Mario. They should call it, oh, fuck you, the game. Because that's uh, the thing that you end up saying the most as you play it. Especially because really up until Odyssey, they did not have a handle on 3D cameras and on open world type cameras. Uh, I mean, none of them are none of them are really open world, but you know what I mean. They they didn't have the the, the technology hadn't gotten where they needed it to be, or at least that Nintendo didn't have a handle on it. But with Odyssey, they really got a handle on it, and that's 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 a great game. But some of the stuff leading up to that, the 
controls and the camera are the biggest enemy in the game, and that's uh, that's pretty evident, in, including in 3D World, which I've been really enjoying. There are times that, like, anything that isn't just a straightforward level, the camera is terrible. So, and it gets way too small, and you're playing on the Switch, so you're on, like, a five-inch screen, and you can't see what the hell you're doing. It, you know, there, there's that. But I've really been enjoying playing it. I'm almost at the end, even having just started playing it this week, and it's been just a lot of fun. So, uh, that, that makes me happy when I play a video game that's fun, that has a little bit of frustration and a little bit of irritation to it, but mostly just has bright, fun colors and fun characters and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not one of your RPG guys. I don't love the shoot 'em ups and like all the crazy stuff. I mean, I've played some Red Dead and I've played some Fallout, and those are great too, but give me a Mario game any day of the week, and I'm pleased as punch, and I've been having a lot of fun playing 3D World. If you're a Switch owner, download that thing. It's a blast. Although, you know, I can't wait for another new Mario game. I'm really looking forward to that. But it's, uh, it's, it, it, there's not one on the horizon. So I'm playing the old ones and I'm having fun. And that's, uh, that's the most you can ask from anything is to have fun. The other thing is I've been listening to a new podcast, which it's weird to use your podcast to talk about somebody else's podcast. But I've been listening to Late Night with Brian Wecht. Uh, Leighton is another person who is involved with the show. Her name is Leighton Gray. They, uh, the two of them are involved with the Game Grumps YouTube channel, or have been anyway historically. I don't know what their current employment and positions are or, what, or whatnot, but they, uh, they're doing this, this podcast together, and it's just the two of them talking about whatever, bringing in guests to talk about whatever, and it's a comedy show. It's just kind of a comedy interview show, and... The two of them are really charming, and you can tell that they enjoy each other's company, and I enjoy listening to both of them, and uh, even when I disagree with stuff that they've said. Got into that really in the last week or two, and I'm, I'm pretty deep into it as well. They've got uh, a year's worth of episodes, and I'm probably about halfway through them. Uh, just because I, I listen to it while I'm working and whatnot, so I've got like eight hours a day where I can just listen to a podcast, and that's kind of kind of freeing in a way. So I've been listening to that and uh, been having a good time and laughing really hard and, and getting new recommendations for stuff. And uh, that's a great show if you're looking for a podcast to listen to after this one. But otherwise, listen to the music I recommended, play some video games, do whatever is fun, shovel the snow out of your driveway, clean it off of your damn car before you get on the fucking highway. And I hope you're safe and happy and healthy. Please, please, please continue to wear a mask and social distance as much as you possibly can. That is the only way we are going to beat this thing and also get vaccinated as soon as you can. I can't for a while now, but as soon as I can, I will. My dad's getting vaccinated here soon. I'm very excited about that. And all of you should get vaccinated. It's safe. It's going to be fine. Just do it. It's for your good. It's for the good of everybody. That's getting vaccinated, wearing masks, and social distancing. That's how we get back to normal. It doesn't happen without it. You can stop fighting with people if you just do those things. It will go away if you just do those things. You won't have to fight with anyone anymore if you just do those things. So please do those things. And also please remember that black lives matter. And be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Forgive each other and forgive yourselves. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time.
It's-a-me, Mario! That's probably racist now, huh?